Hey, what's up, y'all? This is your girl, Jay. And um, this is not your normal edition of Jay's Quick 3. So um, I saw a post floating around Twitter. And pretty much there is a, a movement called hashtag podcast blackout. And um, I wanted to participate in that. I don't have an episode that was supposed to come out this week. But I saw this and I wanted to participate. Um, the reason we're doing this is to bring awareness, which everyone should know what's going on right now in this nation. It's been real, real heavy for me, just mentally being able to process everything that's going on. But I know that I have to do something. And if I can't be on the front lines, if I'm not going to be that engaged in the news because it's just so much, um, I'm donating, I'm signing petitions, and I'm participating in this. Any little bit of anything that you can do can help. So I'm trying to do my part. It's just, I talked about this a couple of episodes ago. Just that. All these names that I'm going to read are Black people that were unarmed, that were killed by um, mostly police officers, but also some rogue white people or some rogue neighborhood citizen who just thought they should just take it upon themselves to, I guess, protect whatever they thought they were protecting because there was a black person walking around. Um, and it's, it's, it's enough. I mean, there are protesters all over the nation. There some riots have broken out. You know, there's always going to be some people, even if they're not part of the movement, they jump in and they maybe want to cause violence or they may want to loot and do things like that. But, you know, I'm not mad at any of it, to be honest. Like, I understand these are people's businesses. And of course, yes, I don't want, especially Black-owned businesses, if we're trying to fight for um, the rights of Black people, we don't want to tear Black people's stuff up. But, I mean, how much more can people take? There are people saying, like, why can't they just talk? Why can't they just you know, do this peacefully. Well, you know why we can't do it peacefully? It's because when we try to do it peacefully, like Colin Kaepernick, for instance, trying to peacefully protest, not only does he not have a job for, I don't know, it's going on four years now, maybe longer than that. I'm not 100% sure because I don't watch football, but he doesn't have a job. He, along with Tons of other football players who decided to also take a knee during the national anthem were called sons of bitches. They were called um, unpatriotic. They were said that they hated America and they hated the troops. I mean, that was peaceful protesting. But y'all wasn't, y'all weren't happy with that. 
we can all all go back to the 60s where there were sit-ins and peaceful protesting just in marches and things like that. That was 40, over 40 years ago. How much talking, how much silence do you want us to have? Because I feel like it's more like we need to behave in a certain way to get the white man to accept us. And then maybe he might give us something more than us standing up and saying, this is what we demand. Give us, give us what we want. And the thing that we want is not even, we just want to be respected. We just want to be respected. We just want to be given a chance, given the benefit of the doubt. We just want to be treated fairly. That's what this whole movement since before I can remember was about. And there are people that just don't want that to happen. I just, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And we're at this point because talking has not been enough. We're at this point because being silent and compliant just isn't enough. People are tired. We're tired. Just in the last couple of weeks, losing one person is enough, but losing three people? And that's just what was reported. We don't know what has been reported. That's just stuff that we know about. How much more do you want us to take? Of course, our quote unquote leaders in government in the White House that's blacked out now. Nothing positive to say. No solutions to give. Oh, but he can get on Twitter, get those Twitter fingers going because some show talked about him and he wants to talk about their ratings or he wants to talk about someone's IQ. He wants to threaten the protesters with violence, inciting more violence, letting these road cops do what they want. But there's no real leadership. He's not standing up for anybody. Now, maybe if it was a protest, I don't know, that was held by neo-Nazis, he can get up there and say they were very fine people. But when it's us, we're thugs. He's sending the National Guard to basically shoot us. He wants us to stay quiet. I mean, this is who we have as a leader. And I use that word very lightly. I feel like my six-year-old niece can make better decisions than the dude that y'all have voted into the White House. And then my question is, what about the cops? What is it? And I'm not part of that organization, obviously. What is it that keeps the good cops from standing up and denouncing these bad cops? What is it that 
doesn't allow them. I mean, they could be scared they'll lose your, their job. They could be scared against retaliation. But I have to I have to believe there's more good cops than there are bad cops. And I have to p- believe that if they come together and weed out these bad cops, we can start to make change. But they don't. And that's why we feel the way we feel about officers. No, I don't think all officers are bad, but I think that whole organization is rotten. Something's not right with it. Of course, yes, it was started to police Black people. That's that's where its origin came from. But you would think over the years that it would evolve and um, they would do the right thing. But then again, I can't even blame the police themselves on policing each other. Like who's in charge of making these policies? Is it police chief? Is it the mayor? Is it the DA? Like who's in charge of that? Because why aren't they being held accountable? Why aren't they being singled out and dealt with and made an example of like you guys try to do with black people every time? Why can't there be a zero tolerance for discrimination? Why can't there be an immediate, you kill someone and it's found they were unarmed, you're immediately going to jail. You get a minimum sentence just off bat. That's protocol. You lose your badge, you lose whatever, you lose your job and you sit in jail for X amount of time. And then you'll figure out if you go to trial to go to get a real sentence. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but there has to be some stiff penalties because guess what? When I'm speeding down the street at three o'clock in the morning, trying to get to work, there's no traffic. I've been stopped by cops three times. I've been given a ticket once, luckily. But guess what I don't do anymore? Because I've been stopped three times. I don't speed down the freeway going 80 plus miles an hour at three o'clock in the morning because I know there's going to be consequences. I know I got away with it once or twice, but eventually those tickets are going to add up. And then what's going to happen when I get a bunch of tickets? I'm either going to get my license suspended. I can get a fine. I can be arrested. Those are the consequences for speeding. And I've learned my lesson, so I don't do it. What's the consequences for these cops? What are the, what's their consequence? This is why we see this all over the nation. This is why, because there's no consequence for that. It's just another dead black person. There's no consequence. There may be several police chief and several officers that are like, no, I don't stand for that. I'm with the people. I understand why you're angry, but it's not enough of them because if it was, we wouldn't be in a situation that we're in. Who's making these decisions? And what do we do about it? If it's the DA, let's start voting. I don't know if you can vote for a police chief, chief, but you can vote for a mayor. Let's start doing our research and voting these people out and getting good people in. We have to start making demands, not just in protests. I think Barack Obama just put something out today that said we have to be on both sides of this thing. You not only have to show up in force, 
but you also have to be political and vote because that's how they're getting in here. And that's how they're letting things slide because the DA is in bed with the police chief who's in bed with the mayor who is in bed with the governor and then everybody's cool and they're just letting things slide. But we have to do something. We have to do something different. I need to see more police chiefs on national news standing up saying my police force does not condone this. We are not with this and anybody is found doing this. Even a complaint, we're going to investigate and we're going to see what's up. They need to make it tough because the same consequences they feel when they kill an unarmed white person, they should feel the same about killing an unarmed black or brown person because nine times out of 10, there was nothing for them to be afraid of. And they shouldn't be afraid of, period. But they see a black person, they see a brown person, they automatically think threat. So yes, they feel that their life is threatened, so they grab their gun and they get to shooting. When I see videos all over the place of white women cursing out cops, getting out of their car, yelling, Sandra Bland didn't get that chance. She didn't get to live after she said she knew her rights. I see there was a... a I think he was a mentally challenged white man who was outside running around naked and they just chased him, tackled him, brought him in. The same exact thing happened with a naked black man. There's no weapons on him whatsoever. What they do, they shot him to death. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. The person has no clothes on. There's no weapons anywhere. What are you so scared of that you have to shoot someone like that? You bang on somebody's door, they come to the door with a gun. If if we're in an open carry state, guess what? That's going to happen. Don't bang on somebody else's door like that and don't expect them to come with a weapon. But when they do, then you want to shoot them because, oh, there's a scary black person at the door with a weapon. Or I'm creeping around the back of their house in the dark. And I see a lady pointing a gun at me from her bedroom window, so I just shot. Yeah. Of course. If I'm a female living by myself and I have a weapon and I hear noise in the back of my house and lights and I see lights flashing through my window, I'm going to grab my gun. You know? All these Second Amendment people and these gun lobbyists that talk about the right to bear arms and we need to just have guns and let these people use their Second Amendment right. But when it comes to Black people having their right to bear arms, then they're silent. This is what I'm talking about. It's just unfair. It's unfair. It's frustrating. It just is. So I just want to send a lot of love and light to those protesters that are out there that are fighting for our right to just be equal. Something I didn't think we would have to fight for 40 years later after the fact. But we have to. And to everyone out there, 
I'm in Austin. The black population is not very big. I believe it's like 8%. So we don't have a lot of black people. And I look, turn on the news the other day to look at the weather. I just saw a mob, just a whole crowd of white people with Black Lives Matters signs up. Standing in front of the police station, blocking the freeway, standing in front of the governor's mansion. It's all races out there, but mostly white because of where the demographics of Austin. And that made me happy to see because we need, we need allies. This isn't a black problem. This is a human rights problem. It is gonna take everyone to band together and kick these races out. The time is now, you gotta go. If you're not about unity, bringing people together, your heart is filled with hate, you gotta go somewhere else. I want to send a rest in peace to the hundreds of black and brown people that have lost their lives in an unjust reason and had those that were behind the chokings or the guns or whatever it is they decided to do that either didn't get charged at all or were just arrested and not and found not guilty or acquitted. I'm sure that that is um, a super hard pill to swallow as a family member of those that were slain to not even get justice and to have someone feel like the murder of their son or daughter or wife or husband or cousin or aunt or uncle, that it was justified because, frankly, because they were scared that they were black. So I'm going to read some names and I'm going to end it. So rest in peace to these people. And there's so many more, so many more. Trayvon Martin, who was 17. Tamir Rice, who was 12. Michael Brown, 18. Gary Gardner. Sandra Bland, 28. Freddie Gray, 25. Alton Sterling, 37. Orlando Castile, 32. Botham Jean, 26. Tatiana Jefferson, 28. Ahmaud Arbery, 25. Doug Lewis, 39. Breonna Taylor, 26. George Floyd, 46. Rest in peace to those kings and queens and all the other ones that have not been named, but you have not been forgotten. We got to do better, y'all. Peace.